The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss what mindfulness means to me. So mindfulness is a proactive practice for keeping stress in check. It's something that personally was not on my radar for a long time uh, while I was struggling to just uh, stay under my stress threshold while working hard on my goals. So first, let me just put into context uh, where mindfulness and other proactive practices fit into the perfect stress system, and then we'll focus in on mindfulness. For many folks working really hard on their goals right now, they're not able to, or in many cases won't even try, new habits that promote good health or high performance, despite being made aware of the proven benefits, despite how little time it may take, and despite gentle nudging by a coach, for example, because they simply don't have the bandwidth to handle any kind of change right now. They're focused solely, in some cases overwhelmed, with goal-related stuff. And that's pretty much how it is. But let me make it clear. It's not that we want it to be either or, goals versus health, And we do realize that our health is an integral part of success, but when push comes to shove, if in a given week, for whatever reason, we fall behind and aren't able to work as much on our goals as we normally do, and we're a little anxious about it, we're probably going to skip the yoga or the mindfulness or whatever that week to make up time on our goals. And inevitably that turns into two weeks and three weeks and, you know, well, we end up not sticking to the plan. So the reason why chronic stress monitoring, the reactive approach, is such an important first step in the perfect stress system is because it tells you when you absolutely need to slow down, how much and for how long, in order to avoid triggering symptoms. And that kind of information will act on and appreciate because it directly impacts productivity toward our goals. It leverages your natural drive, uh, that intrinsic motivation to achieve your personal goals. And that's what makes it so effective. But it actually does more than that. Because it's daily journaling, albeit very minimal, it increases your awareness, which leads to proactive habits, starting with using more discretion when planning your day. Because it becomes this sort of game where you don't want to see your stress scores go up, right? And you know that if you squeeze this extra thing in, whatever it is today, then in the morning, when you go into my the My Stress Alarm app, you might have to pick the next lowest rest assessment and your score is going to go up. And so you start thinking more proactively about the potential consequences of your decisions and about getting to bed earlier, but also mindfulness and perhaps working out and other proactive things, although you probably aren't going to do those things just yet because there are more wishes than an actual plan. But you're starting to think more proactively, and that's where the sustainability planning comes in, starting with your sustainability assessment, then the task inventory, and then the trade-off plan. And it's that trade-off plan that's going to include some proactive strategies like mindfulness. And if you're unfamiliar with the perfect stress system, 
the first 12 episodes of this podcast, starting with episode one, What is Perfect Stress?, will give you a nice background on that. So I think most people see mindfulness as a form of meditation, relaxation, it helps to de-stress, helps you to fall asleep faster. Now, according to the dictionary, mindfulness means a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations used as a therapeutic technique. Now, what does that first part of the definition mean exactly? Focusing one's awareness on the present moment. Well, another way to put it is not being preoccupied, right? Focusing on the here and now. But that's still a little vague for me. I like to take it to another level, which is to be aware of, acknowledge, accept, and appreciate everything around you that plays a role in your very existence. From the sun being the perfect distance from the earth, to the atmosphere and the air we breathe and the ecosystem, to our own incredible bodies that give us the ability to observe the world around us. Think of all the forces around you that work in tandem. Gravity, electromagnetic radiation, including visible light, radio waves, microwaves, infrared, ultraviolet, x-rays. You know, I was watching this video on the Jana Beckoff effect. I think I said that right, but uh, it's also called Tennis Racket Theorem or Intermediate Access Theorem, where depending on certain circumstances, a spinning object will actually flip over after some time and then flip over again after some more time goes by. And it keeps flipping over as long as it's spinning. And so the question came up, if the Earth could one day flip over, which would probably suck pretty bad. But not to worry, the video assures us that the Earth is already spinning about the axis with maximum moment of inertia, whatever that means. By the way, every planet in our solar system rotates counterclockwise, as seen from above their north poles, except for Venus and Uranus. Did you know that? One of the more popular explanations for that is that at some point in history, both planets did in fact spin counterclockwise, but the sun's strong gravitational pull on a dense atmosphere and the atmospheric tides that would create, plus the tidal pulls from other planets, could have all combined to reverse the planet's spin. That's pretty cool, don't you think? Could you imagine if that happened to on Earth, where we reverse spin and the sun started rising in the west and setting in the east? I'll put the link to the video uh, in the episode description, but the point of all this is that in order to be aware of the present moment, in my opinion, one really needs to acknowledge, accept, appreciate, and be humble of everything that it takes to make that exact moment happen, just as it's happening. It is profound. So the best way to focus on the present moment, in my opinion, is to look up if you're outside. If you're inside, maybe look out the window or something because staring up at the ceiling is probably not that therapeutic. But then again, maybe it is. But personally, I'd rather look up at the sky or on a sunny day and just observe the beautiful blue color of the sky, the clouds, the trees. If you're standing near some tall trees, even better. Birds flying in circles. Have you ever noticed that, by the way? Birds uh, soaring in the air, they have to be, some go pretty darn high, but they fly in circles. Not sure if they're looking for food, 
Uh, but to me, they look like they didn't, they just don't have a care in the world. <laughs> uh, they're just gliding through the air in circles. But looking up, it's an easy reminder of how the world around you is constantly moving and changing. Clouds are moving, maybe very slowly, but they're moving. The sun is slowly moving to the west. The trees are swaying in the gentle breeze. To me, looking up makes me feel like I'm but a speck in the world, in the universe. And it reminds me not to take myself so seriously. I also notice something else when it comes to focusing on the present moment. It actually makes things more enjoyable, more fun. For example, I can really focus in on the color of something and the texture. Really take it in, like I did when I was a kid. You weren't so preoccupied as a kid. So in a rush to squeeze more minutes in a day. You paid more attention to things like color. You enjoyed the moment a little bit more, even the mundane stuff. You just didn't realize it because you had nothing to compare it to back then. So in some respects, I see mindfulness as a sort of deprogramming of your adult mind. A mind that says, why are you staring at that thing? You're wasting your time looking at colors. This isn't helping you at all. Oh, but it is. You're enjoying the moment more and it's not costing you anything money-wise. So in a way... For me, at least, mindfulness comes down to trying to experience things, process things like I did when I was a kid, paying more attention to details, observing a lot more, and actually enjoying the moment. It's very difficult to try to think the way you did as a kid, uh, you know, how you process things, but I think it can be done. At least I'm trying to do it, but it is difficult, but I think it's worth the effort. Mindfulness reduces stress, sure, and can help you fall asleep faster, perhaps, but it also enhances the enjoyment you get out of everyday living. It improves your quality of life in a systemic and fundamental way. And that could lead to being more optimistic because now your quality of life is better. And it really is better. You're not fooling yourself. If you practice mindfulness on a regular basis, then you know what I'm talking about. Well, that's all I got for today. As always, thank you for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success. And remember, stress less to be your best.